Hello. If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now. Enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Where the world is dark and boring. Let us do your Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. And this week we're reviewing the Joe Rogan experience. Oh my. Oh my. If you, of all of the things, of all of the potential people that I, that I would have thought would have been in our first batch of shows, Joe Rogan would not have been one of the hosts. But you and I discussed it. We wanted, uh, you know, every every five shows or so, we wanted to have a hey, yeah, hey, here's a big popular show that a lot of people, very mainstream podcast, you know, right. as mainstream as they can be. We want to have a couple of marquees so that we can bring some more people into the fold. First of all, but also we want to expose people that are potentially new to podcasting. Hey, these are the ones that people hold up as the big marquee shows, and they did. Joe Rogan Experience did win the uh, twenty. 13 Stitcher Award for Best Podcast. And he's been doing it a very, very long time. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, let's see, Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan Experience uh, first debuted December 24th, 2009. It's, um, it's a, a comedy that's, that's podcast. That's a lot of time, man. I mean, it is. I mean, for, as know, young, for as young as a medium as this is, 2009 is, I mean, getting in early. I wouldn't – Joe Rogan wasn't one of the first people into podcasting, I would say. What he was, though, was one of the first stand-up comics that went into, like, the general – hey, we can just do this like a talk show. Just like people were getting satellite radio shows all over the place. People are – a lot of stand-up comics were getting, like, regular FM uh, radio shows in major markets, L.A. Or, or New York. And they had done that for years and years and years. Joe was one of the first comics that – hey – I can have this ongoing outlet for my audience. Yep, constant constant contact. Yeah, and and you know, good on him for all of those things. It is a it's listed as a comedy podcast. I would more accurately describe it as a, like a very loose talk show. You know, I mean, he think very much like a Howard Stern show. Um, I, I don't know. It's entertainment. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes it's insightful. Sometimes it is. Very not any of those things. <laughs> I love, and I'm looking at the Wikipedia entry for the Joe Rogan experience right now, but the length, it's listed as approximately one to three hours. This is the big problem with this show. I think, first off, what are we rating? What are we rating? 
Yeah. Oh, we're just loosely discussing the show. We're just talking about what we thought about the show coming into it. Like I want, I wanted to tell you, I'm bringing a lot of baggage to this show. I do not like Joe Rogan in any of his entities. I don't like him as the Fear Factor host. I don't like him as the UFC guy. I don't like him as the meathead bodybuilder. I don't really like him as a stand-up comic. Joe Rogan, I've never felt one way or the other. He's never been very polarizing to me. One way or the other, uh, he's never bothered me. I've never really loved him. But the podcast has changed my perception of him. I will, I'll agree with that, both for the good and the bad. And that's one of the beautiful things about podcasting is it can really give you a fully three-dimensional view of some of these celebrities. And it's why I'm so glad that more and more uh, famous people are hosting their own shows, truthfully. It's a really interesting way to get to know somebody uh, as a celebrity. Here on Pod on Pod, what we do is we review the shows based on a set of four criteria. Audio quality, host likability, production values, and the content itself. So with the Joe Rogan experience, why don't we start right here with audio quality? Joe's got a great mic. He's got a good producer. Sounds this show's great. solid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, week in and week out. Uh, there's Here's the one thing that I don't like. His, and I guess this goes more to production values than anything else, but the mix into and out of the show is weird. Uh, I, I don't feel like they do a very good job of that. Like the, there's too much music coming in. He's talking over it. Maybe that's his problem as a host. He rambles into the show. But the, I think that's just his start. Maybe so. The intro and the yeah. outro is just unpleasant to me. I think it's still planned. I think it's meant to be that way. Oh, sure. All right. Now, that moves us to host likability. And as I've already said, coming into podcasting, coming into coming into reviewing his show, I did not like Joe Rogan. I was predisposed to dislike him. And you said you, you're ambivalent. Yeah. So, after exposing yourself to, I, I started to say three hours, because that's our standard here. We believe that to really get the gist of a show... You have to listen to three different episodes of a podcast before you really understand whether you're not, whether that's for you or not. Um, I listen to, and I can tell you exactly the episodes that I listen to. The third episode I listened to really turned me around on the show. I listened to Amy Schumer, so I did too. episode four eighty five, episode four seventy five, which is Adam Carolla, and episode four hundred one, Doug Benson. Doug Benson's episode is three hours long. Amy Schumer's episode is two hours and 45 minutes long. And Adam Carolla's is an hour and 52. It would have gone longer, but Adam Carolla had to go and record his podcast. So he literally walked out. And Joe was like, well, I guess we're going to be done now. I um, I think I probably listened close to nine hours. So three episodes, almost nine hours. It's, it's more Joe Rogan than I ever imagined I would subject myself okay, so to. Before, okay, before the show, one to ten – how much did you like him? A one and a half or a two. Okay. After the show. It has climbed a little, but only to maybe a three and a half. All right. All right. Here's what happened. I did find out that there's more to Joe than meets the eye. Definitely. What you know, even if you watch him in all of his outlets, if you've seen the UFC commentating and the announcing, if you've seen the Fear Factor thing, if you've if you've known him as a stand-up comic, even if you've seen him on other talk shows and things, you still don't Joe is a three-dimensional human being. He is a he is a guy of many interests, talents and and uh, uh occupations. And all of that comes out in a 3-hour discussion. Well, the good thing the so some hosts in this interview format style that he uses will let the guests talk the most, will ask a couple of leading questions that spark conversation, and really the guest is the star of the show. On the Joe Rogan experience, the Joe Rogan, 
you learn a lot about the guy. He's pretty open about things, and he doesn't make it about the guest. He doesn't really make it about himself. He It's more of a back-and-forth dialogue. You know, one of the things that we do at the end of the show is we give alternate names for the for the podcast, but this is such an aptly named show. It really is the Joe Rogan experience. It's, yeah, it has to have the experience on it. You are experiencing Joe Rogan. It's yeah. a, a come with me and crawl up inside my headspace and get a, a glimpse of what I'm thinking about and feeling. I, so for me, <clears throat> I'm going to say he was a solid five before the show, didn't care either way. And again, he climbed, not much. He's probably six, six and a half now. Here's the problem. So, for, so he oh. improved. So he improved both of our impressions of him. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, by that's about something. the same. One, yeah. uh, one, 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 one and a half uh, uh, points there. Here's the. Here's what he did though negatively for me, and you already pointed it out. This show is not about his guests at all, even when they're really, really interesting guests. All three of the guests that I chose. Uh, Amy Schumer, Adam Carolla, and Doug Benson are people that I really like. They're all comics. They've right. all got. You would think interesting things to say. Right. Adam, I feel like, came off the best of the three of them, and that's because he's such a dominant personality. Doug is a little subdued, a little laid back, and he really let Joe lead the thing, and it was mostly Doug laughing at the things that Joe would say and responding to them. Amy Schumer, I feel like Joe was at times badgering her, like almost argumentative and, and like – a little bit. No. Well, he's an aggressive – I think he just has an aggressive person. I think he just has aggressive personality, I mean, from the start. Maybe um, so. And I think the issues that you're having with it is because of the format, because it is so long form. You can't – there's no way to make a conversation between two people for three hours interesting, on track, and focused. There's going to be things that he'll bring up. That he thinks is interesting but won't get anything back from the guest. The guest may bring something up that he doesn't know a whole lot about. So right. you're not going to get a lot from him. So it's 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 a back and forth and trying to find the path and, and find those conversations. And over three hours, there's it's going to be hit or miss. The interesting thing to me is – and you and I talked about on our Zero episode, the episode where we talked about how we first got into podcasts in the first place. You talked about your first impression of podcasting was that it was just radio that was edited down for the good bits right. and then put on the internet. Right. I really wish that someone would edit down the Joe Rogan experience and give me the good bits. Like a 15-minute Joe Rogan podcast once weekly would be great. I would take an hour. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I would take, take a whole an hour. hour? Yeah. I don't think I could stand an hour. 30 minutes maybe. Thirty. There's 30 great minutes in there some places. Well, but, but the thing is, is because the nature of it and the nature of the conversations – you may catch something very funny or interesting in the first five minutes, but then the gem is going to be an hour and a half or, or two hours into it. And sometimes it's worth listening to to get to those gems. So uh, that's host likability. Production values is the next area. And, th- and this is one generally you don't care much about at all. But again, the the only thing that I want to mention here is the theme song, in particular the intro. And it's like a collection of sound bites from his show, I think, and some clips from movies and a little bit of rock music. It's very high energy. I guess it fits him. I'm sure he loves it. I hated it. It was like it's a theme song I want to skip through. Um, it's- it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all because – other shows that I listen to do the same thing. That's one thing that will get a show cold for me. Like, to, There are enough podcasts out there. If you have a lot of weekly pieces of your show that I'm actively 
antagonized by, I'm not very likely to listen to your show very often. For instance, this is probably the last episodes of Joe Rogan that I'll ever listen to. Um, After production values, we talk about the content itself. And you and I have already said it. There are nuggets of gold here. He finds things in that three-hour conversation with his interviewers. You find out stuff about Joe. He's got an interesting and very original take on the universe. Yeah, uh, I think I think he's incredible. I think he himself is incredibly interesting. So it's worth me listening to. The first two episodes didn't catch me. It was, um, you know, how on uh, what say you? Episode nineteen caught you. You listened to that one episode. It got you. It sucked you in. If I had started with the Roseanne Barr episode, it would have probably changed my view on the whole show. What was it about the Roseanne Barr episode that was Man, so above it's just, and beyond? It's just interesting. It blew my mind how just off the rails she has gone. Uh, she's well, she is broody kooky. Like she's into conspiracy theories oh, and things man. like that. It is it is ridiculous. But I thought he did a good job of handling it pretty graciously. He introed that show by himself, and which he usually doesn't. The guest is usually there. Why he's doing the intro? But afterwards, he recorded some of it because he was probably listening to it and be like, "Wow, if I put this out there, I don't want people to think." It'd be a negative portrayal of Roseanne Barr. Right. So he's real gracious in the beginning and talked about how, you know, great of a comic she is and how her stuff really holds up, but that she can be silly. Yeah. So that kind of that endeared me a little to him because of that. Uh, We should say, and I haven't mentioned this yet, but this is an explicit show. I mean, if you've ever seen any of his of his stand up, um, I think you could imagine that. But he's not censoring anything, so you have very frank discussions. You have a lot of profanity sometimes. You have a lot of you know adult conversations and everything. But at the same time, you you discussed it in his handling of Roseanne. I saw it some in his conversation with Amy uh, Schumer. Uh, but then a lot in the way that he was, I wouldn't say, um, you know, impressed by or reverential to, but he was uh, respectful of Adam yeah. Carolla in particular. Yeah. It was clear that there was a lot of respect there. There was a lot of respect with Amy Schumann, him and Amy and, and Doug Benson, his fellow comics. But for whatever reason, he looked up to Adam a little bit, I think. That's, that's clear. There's very much a mutual respect there. And the maturity of his discussion with him on a couple of different topics the way in which he interacted with that equal with that potential you know rival i mean they're competitors in the world of podcasting as it were and comedy for that matter i don't know i was very impressed by that you get a you again you just get a different look hey that's a different guy than i than i thought it was so all of those things are positive things but overall He's still kind of a meathead. He there's way too many ads in this show. It needs to be edited down to an hour and a half at the most. I mean, he he's got a producer there. Is it hubris you think to go three hours, or does he think people just want it? I think he's sir. I think he's searching. As long as he have as long as he has that person there, why not have a conversation for as long as possible to get what you can out of him? Because you might. He, When's maybe he gonna they, get Roseanne Barr back? She lives in Hawaii, man. Yeah, or maybe they get hit by a bus, or maybe I die tomorrow, or whatever. Right. Maybe this so show why not, gets burned why down. Why not lay it down? Interesting. That's an interesting. I hadn't really looked at that side of it. It. I mean, I guess. And if you're going to lay it down, why not put it out? Right. As a content producer myself, I think a lot about the time it takes for people to consume 
what I produce. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And how will this show particularly, you and I have talked a lot about the length of this show. We're trying to get our our actual content down sure. within 20 minutes. Yeah. And we want to get in and out, tell you about this show. And the, I mean, if we're going to do an hour about every podcast, you could just listen to the podcast. But it's all what you're going to miss here is it depends on your purpose. Ah, we're trying to inform, right. educate on a specific topic. Joe is literally just trying to figure the world out. And and he's just he's just trying to he's trying to discover, right? Hmm. That's an interesting take on it. And I think you're I think you might be exactly right. This is maybe the first this is maybe the first podcast that I've ever heard that's like that. It's very different. Even yeah, there's no time. Like, that's that's what that's why it's like between one and three hours. I'm gonna get whatever I can get, but after three hours, man, I'm gonna have to go take a leak. <laughs> and, but, and because here the he doesn't, gets he never turns off the mic. He never edited edits. Um, I can't remember who he was talking to, but the guy literally was like, "Hey, man, I gotta, I got to, uh, I gotta go to the bathroom." And he's like, "All right." And the guy gets up and goes to the bathroom, and Joe keeps talking. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, yeah, man, these rookies, they don't have the bladder control. You know, you got to you gotta tighten those muscles up. Like, I could go another hour and a half. I never have to drink some coffee. I'm never going to have to go. I can sit here and provide for you guys. And, uh, yeah, because I assumed it was just going to be a cut and then spliced together. But no, oh, he kept yeah, rolling. What did you think about my bathroom? I mean, this that's how most shows work. You know, like they pause and then you come back to the action. Right. He just kept it rolling, man. Interesting. It really is original in that way. And and I'll say this. If you love podcasts, this is one of those shows that there is a huge audience for. If you are a supporter of the medium of podcasting, it's good to get a handle on what the show's about just so you know when you bump into somebody and, and you're like, oh, you like podcasts too? What do you listen to? Joe Rogan experience is very likely going to be in one of those lists. If you run into a bunch of people that listen to podcasts, it's it's that popular. Um, I'd say, I mean, other than Adam Carolla, it's, as far as like solo hosted shows. Mark Maron. Yeah, Mark Maron's up there. Good, yeah, good point. WTF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's the Joe Rogan experience. That's our four criteria. Now, before we actually give you our rating and our final recommendation, tell you whether or not we're going to subscribe to the show, we like to have a little fun with it. Give the show alternate titles, maybe a more descriptive, uh, a more apt title that uh, would tell you more about it than, than whatever they put in the iTunes store. The Joe Rogan experience is the name of this one. I said that uh, perhaps we should call it the Joe Ramble experience. Uh, that's a good one. This applies only to the Roseanne Barr show. I would call it Where's Weirdo? <laughs> um, how about Joe Rogan talks and someone famous listens? <laughs> <laughs> that's Those are pretty harsh, man. <laughs> They're kind of true, though, too. <laughs> like, I mean, Amy Schumer's episode in particular. At one point, I turned on a stopwatch. There were three and a half uninterrupted minutes of nothing but Joe Rogan. And he wasn't asking her questions. He was just talking to her. Whose fault's that? Joe Rogan's. <laughs> it's, I mean, maybe she just needs to step up to the plate and take a couple swings. Because <laughs> I listened to that one too, and I felt she was very uninterested in being there. Um, I wouldn't say uninterested. I would say she very quickly found there was not going to be much call for her to contribute. <laughs> I mean, it's two and a half hours long, and there might be 20 minutes of Amy Schumer in that show. I don't know, I'm going to use this part to play again. 
If you haven't listened to the show and you want to listen to the show, don't listen to the Amy Schumer episode. Don't listen to the Amy Schumer episode. I would suggest again the Roseanne Barr episode. And that brings us uh, to our final wrap up here. How many earbuds would you give this beauty? I will probably never listen to an, an episode in its entirety again, just just because it takes to, so long to consume. But there will be guests on that I am interested in, and to me, it's worth listening to. So I'm going to give it one out of two earbuds in. I'm going to give it a half earbud because if I gave it a whole earbud, I might actually be able to hear some more of the show through it. So a half earbud only for me. Um, it is. It look. I feel like giving out a half earbud is worse. Is worse than giving out no earbuds. <laughs> he is. It was first of all, he's been there from the beginning, and kudos to him. I like podcast pioneers and you know what i do i like joe rogan more than i liked him before i listened to his shows but i do not like him as a as a host and i do not like his his show very much so for me it is not a recommended show ladies and gentlemen that is uh, this episode of pod on pod visit our website podonpod.com. Uh, make sure that you review us in itunes and share us with a friend help them find their next favorite podcast share us with two friends <laughs> yeah so until next week I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. Use your promo code BROGAN for 10% off all supplements. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Love you. Are you wanting something funny? Are you wanting something smart? show on astral projection or the history of art? Do you want to learn a language or how to play guitar? Did you just leave it up to Joel and Josh? Pod on Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.